Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It's a lot of sadness for uh, hockey fans because uh, they claim there will never be another like him. And uh, I think today thousands who came together at the ACC to celebrate the late, great Johnny Bauer are are overwhelmingly in agreement on that. I I do not watch hockey, so I don't profess to know a lot about the greats. I I did meet Mr. Bauer once. It was years ago, and it was in a box at the ACC, and I, I didn't know who he was. Um, later I would be told that I was standing beside this hockey royalty, but my take at the time was that he loved the game and he had people constantly around him asking for like pictures or an autograph or, um, you know, they wanted to get a picture signed or or just chat with him. And I just remember he kind of always had one eye on the game. He really wanted to just watch the game, but he was very, very gracious and took a lot of time to talk to people. And, and he just seemed like a really nice guy, but you know, that was my extent of knowledge really on him. Um, you know, and then of course, it's not until someone's gone when we, I think, realize the accomplishments that they made in life and, and the people they touched and, and the legacy they leave behind. So let's bring in someone who may know a thing or two about Johnny Bauer. He's Scott Radley, great sports for the spectator, as well as uh, can be heard on our sister station in Hamilton, 900 CHML. Hello, sir. Hi, Alex. How are you? Well, I'm good. You know, big day. I mean, if you're a hockey fan and you could make it out to the memorial today, I mean, it, it was all about Johnny Bauer today. Well, it, it was until you just said that you actually spent a game at the ACC in a private box. Those things cost like a trillion dollars. Well, I'm a no. I got. Let me clarify. I'm a nobody. I just was invited to this. I think I was like there for about six minutes, but but I was standing beside this this elderly gentleman, and I didn't know who he was, but he he was very popular. I was, I'm just relieved to know that not everybody in the family is uh, being paid enough to have a private box. Yeah, no, no, I don't even think it was his box. I don't remember <laughs> who, whose box it was, but uh, I just remember meeting meeting him. Uh, and it wasn't really, Scott, until his passing that I said, yeah. oh, yeah, I did meet the guy, and, and here's my memory of him. But everyone is kind of remembering who he, he was. He's not a guy that I think, he didn't look for fame. No, absolutely not. And, and you know what, Alex, that is one of, there's a few reasons, I think, I, I really believe why Johnny Bauer was who Johnny Bauer was. And, and he actually, I mean, obviously he was a great goalie in his time and all the rest, and he won Stanley Cups. But his legend really became bigger and bigger and bigger the older he got. He, he became more than, you know, the former goalie for the Leafs, although that was a big part of it. Um, he really became, and it sounds cliche and it sounds hokey and all the rest, but he kind of became the soul of the team. Uh, the franchise, not the team itself, the franchise, the Maple Leaf franchise. There's a couple of reasons for that. I think one of them is, amazingly, when you think of who the great Maple Leafs are, I mean, if you think of the Montreal Canadiens, they have one of these ceremonies, it seems, like every month. I, I'm Not that there's someone dying every month, but they have yeah. so many legendary players who played either almost always and only for the Canadians or only for the Canadians. I mean, Jean Beliveau and the Richard, the Maurice Richard. Remember the ovation yeah, when he yeah. died? It went on forever. The Leafs don't have 
too many of those guys. There are not. It's amazing, considering the franchises are roughly the same age. There is not the long list of Maple Leaf greats, guys who only played for the Maple Leafs that is with Montreal. I mean, you think, okay, Frank Mahovlich. Well, he played for Toronto, for sure, but he played for Detroit, and he also won Stanley Cups with the Montreal Canadiens. Some people know him as well there. Dave Keon, who is considered by many the greatest Leaf. Well, he played for the Hartford Whalers of all teams and went on and played elsewhere. Johnny Bauer, while he played most of his career, or at least uh, almost half of it, in the minors, is a Toronto Maple Leaf. He is one of the Leaf royalty, one of the truly great players who is entirely a Toronto Maple Leaf. And that goes a long way. But there's, there's a couple other things. We like our heroes to be winners, for sure, and he was a winner. But, you know, Alex, in a day when athletes are making tens of millions of dollars, we still like our athletes. I think our professional athletes, our sporting heroes, to be accessible and and humble. And you touched on it. I mean, that was who Johnny Bauer was. He was a winner, but he was a human being. You could walk up to him, and he wasn't going to give you the – I'm not going to pay attention to you or I'm, you know, too big for this. A lot of people said it over the last few days, there was not a person who approached him who didn't get treated like it was the first handshake he'd ever been asked to make or first autograph he'd been asked to sign. And that that goes a long way. We don't, I don't think there's a lot of athletes today, or I think there are a lot of athletes today who could learn some lessons from that kind of thing. I know the world of sports is different, but man, that goes a long way. Yeah, it does. And, and and I think when you speak to his character, I mean, the thing that kind of stands out, um, you know, he, he was 14. And, and here's a guy who was, you know, playing, uh, mm-hmm. probably dreaming of a hockey career. And and like so many men back in that day or, or young boys lied about his age so he could go off proactively to be in World War II. Not only does he survive, but then he comes back and jumps right into the game of hockey, which you could not do that today. And you would not see a lot of people do that today. Uh, forget hockey players for a second. How many 14-year-olds, yeah. period, if Canada went to war in, in the kind of thing that was World War II, I mean, I know we've had wars and things, but how many people, even if you could, how many 14-year-olds are lining up? How many 18, 20, 22, 28-year-olds are lining up to do that today? It's, it's a very different scenario. And for someone who had a chance to play hockey at a high level, to play any sport, that I just... I, I'd like to believe there's a lot of people around who would do that, but I, I have a hard time believing that that kind of person yeah. is too commonplace these days. But yeah, he, he told a different age and he went to war and then, as you say, came home. And, and then the amazing part, and there were only six teams in the NHL, and every team only had one goalie back then, you'll remember, of mm-hmm. course. So and they didn't wear helmets, were, by the way. I don't think, did, did, no. he, did he even ever wear a helmet? He wore a mask near the end of his career. That's crazy. That's so crazy to me. But there were only six jobs. Yeah. There were six goalie jobs. So he spent most of his, or as I say, at least half of his career in the minors. Yeah. And, you know, it, he his life, his story is remarkable. Again, I think there's a lot of guys, even today, who if they were playing hockey for 14, 12, 13, 14 years, stuck in the minors. Yeah. Would they would have given say, up. You know what? Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I don't need to be riding buses around to minor league towns, he stuck with it. Not, not to mention they don't, they didn't make those salaries back then. No, it's certainly not no. in the minors. But he came back. I, I guess his dream in life would have been to watch that team 
uh, win a Stanley Cup, and unfortunately, it, it just didn't happen. But I'm sure he was very excited about the rebuilding of the of the Leafs. Um, but I don't I don't think too many players will get the kind of send off that that he was given. I suspect Wayne Gretzky will yeah. get a big send off. Uh, a guy like Sidney Crosby, um, but I'm not sure that they have the heart that a Johnny Bauer did. I well, there there are there are players for sure who will get that kind of send off. Um, if not exactly for the same reason Johnny Bauer did. Because, I mean, again, part of Johnny Bauer, his longevity allowed him to become bigger and bigger and bigger. Just such a... a, a not When I say the word caricature, that sounds like it's a joke. He wasn't a joke, but he was the sort of the overriding face of this franchise. He was, he was the soul of the franchise. There are lots of teams that have someone who is a beloved figure who would probably have very deep feelings and great community impact if they were to pass away. Again, you talk about Wayne yeah. Gretzky, for sure. Mario Lemieux in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a bunch. I think uh, there's a bunch from that generation who will get huge send-offs. But yes. there was but something about Johnny Bauer who I think ends kind of, for a lot of people, ends in a, uh, he ends a, a, a real chapter in, in Canadian hockey. Yeah, because I, they played, remember, they played when there was no big money, no big endorsements. They didn't wear big padding. I mean, it, the game was different back then. It was absolutely different, and again, there are guys who were there today who played with him. He's not the last of his contemporaries. There are others who are still alive who played on that team, played for that Stanley Cup in 1967, the last year of the original six. But he had, not only had he remained with the team, but if you watched the um, the video they did for him, it pointed out no other person in the history of the Maple Leaf franchise did more community visits on behalf of the franchise. He had really become Mr. Leaf alumni. And so it's, it's very, you're right, it's very difficult to think who is in that same category. There are beloved athletes, and then there's a step above that. And I think that's where he ended up. And I'll tell you, you know, one of the interesting things today, Montreal Canadiens, as I say, they do ceremonies better than anybody. Whether you love the Canadians or hate the Canadians, there's a lot of people who probably are not fans, but you can't argue. They do ceremonies like nobody else does. And for a long time, the Leafs were terrible at it. Yeah. Today was I know. They've got the most loyal fans. very lovely. Yeah. And the one thing that really struck me, and I, you know, you hear the song now and again, there was something very moving, and maybe other people picked other things, but there was something very moving when the uh, 49th or 49th, 48th, whatever it is. Highlanders came out and played the Maple Leaf forever as his casket is being rolled out. That was that was a great moment and good for the Maple Leafs for putting all this together because this this one they really did right. So maybe this year they'll win it for Johnny Bauer. I gotta let you go there, Scott. Alex, thrilled to finally be on the show. Congratulations. My pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us, Scott. I really Thank appreciate you, it. At Scott Radley, you can, of course, read him in the pages of the Spec in the Sports section. And, of course, you can catch him on 900 CHML.